0: This episode is brought to you in part by Second Skull. Second Skull is a protective headgear company focused on helping to keep athletes safe and to help keep athletes on the field participating in the sports that they love. Their products are patented, tested, and proven to reduce direct and rotational impacts to the head. Their technology is trusted by several athletic organizations and the United States military. Their pro cap is designed with a grant from the National Football League. This protective skull cap is the ultimate in thin, lightweight, and breathable protection. The pro cap is comparable to other skull caps that do not offer such protection, measuring at just two millimeters thick and weighing less than 2.4 ounces. The pro cap improves protection for all players when worn under their helmet and is perfect for football, baseball, hockey, and lacrosse. Their pro band is designed in collaboration with professional players and clubs in Spain. This protective headband provides superior protection with an aesthetic and athletic look. The pro band has a unique five panel construction with a reinforced forehead panel to deliver a natural feel and ultimate ball control at just four millimeters thick and a weight of 1.4 ounces. The pro band provides protection for all players in non-helmeted sports and activities and is ideal for soccer athletes. Listeners of the armchair coaching podcast, can go to SecondSkull.com and save 20% on any products purchased from that website with the discount code ARMCHAIR. That's A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R in all caps. I want to thank Coach Anthony Stone for the opportunity to be a contributing author to his new magazine, the Coach Stone Football Coaching Magazine, From the Field to Football Podcasts, Coaching in the Digital Era, this is a great opportunity for me to get out there and grow the community of the podcast. Uh, so if you're looking for some free football content, go ahead and follow the link that I'm going to provide in the description of this episode below, uh, and you're going to get some free stuff uh, from including from me, from Coach Steve, from the Coach Steve Show, Coach PJ Davis from the Shavehead podcast, Podcast, uh, Coach Matt Bartley, Bartley from the Game Wreckers and Slobber Knockers Podcast. Coach Nick Banstra from his kick and cover podcast, the Gap Down Backer podcast, and also Coach Dustin Mills from the Anchor Down podcast, as well as many others in the future. So if you are interested in free football content, most of us coaches are, do us a huge favor and follow the link and like and subscribe to this magazine. It will help us out tremendously. Thank you all Armchair Coaching Podcast episodes have been edited by Coach James Heath. Follow Coach James Heath on Twitter at JRockfordHeath. And if you are interested in starting your own podcast, contact Coach Heath and he will help you get set up with everything that you need for podcasting. Thank you, Coach Heath. I couldn't do it without you, brother. Welcome back to the Armchair Coaching Podcast. My name is Coach Sheffer and I am your host. And today we have another great guest. Today we have Bryce Weiler, who is currently the disability consultant for the Baltimore Orioles and the co-founder of the Beautiful Lives Project. Bryce, I'm really glad to have you on the podcast and welcome onto the podcast.
1: Hi, Coach Sheffer. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so honored to be on your podcast and to share what I'm doing to help people with disabilities to experience football and my life story as well.
0: Well, awesome. Let's get started. And the first question that I ask everybody is, I want to know about your story. So tell us about your background. And basically, how did you eventually end up where you are today?
1: I was born four months premature. And when I was in the hospital, due to either too much light or too much oxygen, it caused the retinas in my eyes to detach, which caused me to be blind Uh, Growing up, listening to sports was always very important to me, listening to Fighting Illini, football and basketball on the radio with Brian Barnhart and uh, Indiana Hoosiers, football and basketball on the radio with Don Fisher. It was through those two broadcasters that sports were really brought to life for me. When I was in college at the University of Evansville, the former Aces head men's basketball coach, Marty Simmons, gave me the opportunity to sit on his Evansville men's basketball bench and be able to experience college basketball, which was something that really changed my life. Being able to visit with coaches, shoot free throws before the game, things like that. And through that experience, that really led me to wanting to give back and to help people with disabilities to live their dreams. So that led to my Baltimore Orioles disability consulting work, and then also being the co-founder of the Beautiful Lives Project. I have a somewhat shorter history with the game of football. I've tried to find coaches to speak with me. I had some good football times in 2012 when I was on the field with a high school football team in Evansville, uh, Indiana. And then after that, my friend John Filippo was the Oakland Raiders quarterback coach. And they played in St. Louis in November of 2014, well, before the Rams moved out to California. <clears throat> and I got to go meet Coach Filippo. I got to throw the football on the field with him and their players and, and had a good time with that. And I've also uh, became friends with Coach Thomas Hammack, the Northern Illinois head football coach. I've done a program where people who have disabilities are able to play on the field with his Northern uh, Illinois team. But that was was one of my major reasons for coming on your podcast was uh, I know there's a plethora of high-quality football coaches at the high school, college, and professional level. Who would love to give me the opportunity to speak to their team, talking about my life and overcoming obstacles and challenges, and also giving people of all disabilities the opportunity to play on the field with their football team.
0: <clears throat> well, that's awesome. And I'm hoping that this podcast will open up some opportunities for you and for your organization. Um, as I understand it, you also have some experience as a sports broadcaster. Can you kind of describe your experience of doing that? I know you uh, you, you mentioned that you've um, broadcasted for multiple sports. Can you uh, talk a little bit more on that, please?
1: I've commentated over 150 games on the radio as a blind radio analyst and broadcaster. And I've worked with a range of play-by-play broadcasters in various sports, such as college basketball, college baseball, college softball, and college soccer, and how I would do that is I would study the style of the play by play broadcaster that I'm working with to determine whether he or she tells a lot of stories or gives a lot of stats. And I would tailor my broadcast to suit their style. And if I was commentating basketball, I would go out and I would shoot free throws on the court before the game to figure out if the rim is loose or tight and how the ball's going to bounce. And I would also read facts on both teams uh, researching every player, and only about 18 to 20 hours of research before every game. And I would speak to each, each team's coach before the game as well to get insights on their playing style, tempo, and things like that.
0: Well, that, that, that's pretty amazing. And um, I know I was reading the guest form that you filled out for me, which I really appreciate you doing that for me. And you mentioned that as the disability consultant for the Orioles, you actually helped with getting that program to, if I remember correctly, have Braille on their jerseys, on their uniforms. Um, Could you kind of uh, describe what the process was to get that going and what has that meant to you?
1: The Orioles were the first team in sports to wear Braille on their jerseys to show the importance of people who are blind learning how to read Braille. Um, the staff of their team decided that they were going to wear Braille on their jerseys, so I didn't really do too much with with that side of that day, but there were – 150 patrons who are visually impaired or blind who came to their home game in September 2018. And I assisted and accommodated those patrons who are visually impaired or blind with finding places for their guide dogs to use the bathroom, places where their guide dogs could drink water, putting food menus into Braille, both contracted and and uncontracted Braille, as well as large print. And also training all of the ushers how to accommodate and assist people who are blind and, and other disabilities. So that was such an important day for me because a sports team went beyond just playing a game on the court or the field. And they stood up for something to really show the importance of people who are blind learning how to read Braille, no matter if someone's been blind their entire life, like myself, or more importantly, if someone becomes blind partway through their life, because if a person has a disability partway through their life, he or she struggles to want to learn how to do things such as reading Braille, because I think people are going to look at them differently when they're reading Braille, but actually learning how to read Braille will open up the entire world for someone.
0: <clears throat> and you kind of mentioned that some people feel that they might be looked at differently for having to read Braille and with today's society, we are talking a lot about, I'm trying to find the right words for this. We're talking a lot about um, discrimination against other groups. And so as someone who is blind, have you ever experienced discrimination
1: Whenever I was in graduate school at Western Illinois, the athletic department staff there said they would give me the opportunity to get more practical um, work experience, such as commentating more games on the radio, helping out with auctions and fundraisers and various other activities such as this. Then when I got to graduate school at Western Illinois, they did not give me any of these opportunities because they did not think that I could do them since I can't see. So that was really frustrating and hard for me, but it really showed me to never take opportunities in my life for granted and to always be grateful and willing for the people that are willing to help me out and to always value every opportunity that I'm given.
0: You seem to me to be a very driven individual, and I can't help but feel that perhaps you're your disability may have actually contributed to that drive of you wanting to succeed. Now, there may be some other individuals out there who do have a disability and may not have that same drive. What kind of advice or what would you say to others that just don't have the same drive? How how would you try to um, motivate them to try to succeed?
1: Whether someone has a disability or not, he or she should find something in his or her own life that you feel passionate about and you love doing. Furthermore, you should also be willing to give back and to help others and to really help others to overcome their obstacles and barriers that they're facing in their life. I know that if I didn't have great people such as Marty Simmons in my life or various other people such as that, that I would not have been able to do all of the things that I've done throughout my life because there have been plenty of people who have doubted that I can work in sports since I cannot see. And I've had to prove a, a wide range of people wrong that, yes, I can, in fact, work in sports and I can commentate games on the radio as a blind radio analyst and broadcaster. And I've had to do that mostly by myself. And just just doing that, I I understand that, that I'm going to have to do these things and I'm the one who can best break down those obstacles and barriers.
0: You were mentioning before that you have commentated on many different sports and growing up, listening to sports on the radio was a really huge thing for you. Um, I just kind of want to know what, what are some of your favorite sports to listen to?
1: I love listening to uh, baseball on the radio. Whether well, that's high school baseball, college baseball, minor league baseball, I like basketball on the radio as well. Um, football. I will only listen to football on the radio. If I have to listen to football on television, I have no idea what's happening. I still don't necessarily know when I'm on when I'm listening on radio because there's 22 players on the field moving around and and doing various things, but I have a better shot to understand football. If I'm listening on the radio over television,
0: I I personally have listened to not as many sporting events on the radio. I, and so I'm, I'm interested to know from your perspective, what are, what are things that radio sportscasters are better at doing than those that are sportscasters strictly for TV?
1: I wouldn't call radio broadcasters better. I would just say each each group of broadcasters has to do their job differently to satisfy the, the audience and the market segmentation that they are um, broadcasting for. Broadcasters on television allow pictures to tell most of the story. So if they talked as much as a radio broadcaster, their directors and staff members like that wouldn't like that. On, on a radio broadcast, the, the radio broadcaster has to describe and paint the picture for individuals who might not be at the game. They might be out driving around, mowing their lawn, whatever the case might be. So they have to be more descriptive because such a large portion of their audience is not able to see the game, either because they might be blind like myself or they're not at the physical location of the game and cannot watch it.
0: Yeah. And I can't imagine I trying to listen to a TV when they are trying to, like you said, when they're trying to show the pictures and allow the pictures to still tell the story. Um, and, and you mentioned football is difficult because there are so many moving pieces. Um, do you have, this is another, no, another question. Do you have a favorite team to listen to or a favorite, uh, any group of teams that you like to follow?
1: I have favorite broadcasters that I like listening to the, Detroit Lions broadcasters are good. The Houston Texans broadcasters are good. Unfortunately, the 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 NFL team that I grew up really cheering for, they've never really been interested in um, improving their programs for fans of all disabilities. So that's 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 caused me to be less of a fan of this team. And I don't want to share which one that is, just in case you have listeners out there who are fans of this team. But honestly. After doing my Baltimore um, Orioles disability consulting work, it's really changed my viewpoint on on all sports teams. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really a fan of the teams that I grew up listening to because those teams haven't really wanted to improve their disability programming. I'm a fan of teams who have great programs for fans of all disabilities. So in the NFL side of things that would be the Atlanta Falcons and the Houston Texans. And there's probably three or four more teams who have really outstanding uh, disability programming, Detroit lions as well. Well,
0: this is great stuff. Uh, Listeners. We are going to pause for a short message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by high and tight footballs. High and Tight footballs are the world's only self-contained, pressure-measuring, multi-sensory, instant, audible feedback training footballs on the market. They have been used by NFL Hall of Fame players, NFL coaches, collegiate All-Americans, and players at all levels. Listeners, the Armchair Coaching Podcast can actually receive a 10% discount on any products purchased from High and Tight by using the discount Link below in the description and by using the discount code ACP. Make sure you type in ACP at checkout to get a 10% discount on any items purchased from highandtight.com. This episode was brought to you in part by Knack Bags. Knack was created to make it easier for multitasking mobile professionals to get from point A to point B without lugging a bunch of bags. Their multi-purpose products combine the best features for, of a stylish daily use computer backpacks with a patent pending hidden compartment that you can easily access. Expand and pack like a suitcase whenever you need extra space for travel, the gym, or anywhere your life takes you. You can find Knack products exclusively at knackbags.com. Listeners of the Armchair Coaching Podcast can check the description of this episode below to find a special link to go to buy, purchase pop products. I'd like to thank our new sponsor, Launchpad Kickoff Tee, for joining us here on the Armchair Coaching Podcast family. Coaches, are you looking for that competitive edge, but you might not be paying attention to the kickoff game? Well, this is the company for you. I'd like you to go check them out. I have one sitting right here in my hand. It's incredibly unique. It's got a very large surface area and incredibly flexible wings and so what this does for you here it gives you extreme flexibility with how you want to kick off do you want to use the patented look forward lean well if you don't know what that is go ahead and check out their website you can do just about anything you want you can dial up different types of squib kicks just with the different angles you can literally do just about anything with this and the nice thing is they send you this piece of paper here that goes with diagrams that show you all the different angles and techniques that they've discovered so far. And they are incredibly helpful on their website. I highly recommend you check them out. If you're interested, do me a favor. I want you to go to launchpadkickofft.com slash ACP. Make sure you add the slash ACP. And if you're interested in buying one, If you go to this specific website, you can find the link link in the description below, you actually get a discount. You're going to get a 10% discount just from using the, the Armchair Coaching Podcast link. If you want to buy one, if you want to buy two, that's a savings of 25%. And if you buy three, you're actually going to get one for free, all right? So those are some huge deals that you're going to get there. So do us a huge favor, check out our sponsor at Launchpad Kickoff Tee. Make sure that you go to the specific site, tea.com slash ACP, tea.com slash ACP. On the kickoff, it's not like all the other kickoff tees that you have. It's incredibly unique. Okay, we are back with Bryce Weiler, who is the disability consultant for the Baltimore Orioles, as well as the co-founder of the Beautiful Lives Project. And Bryce, you sound like a very passionate, passionate individual. And I would, I really want to know about the Beautiful Lives Project. And I want the listeners to understand what exactly is the mission of the Beautiful Lives Project. So can you take some time to describe the mission of of the Beautiful Lives Project for us?
1: The Beautiful Lives Project works to give people of all disabilities the opportunity to take part in programs that they might not have been able to otherwise. And we do programs in a wide range of categories, including programs in sports, art, cheerleading, dance, nature, ballet, and many other categories throughout the country. We have a range of chapter presidents in places such as San Diego, Raleigh, North Carolina, Rockford, Illinois, Hartford, Connecticut, and, and other um, states and cities throughout the country who help give people with disabilities the opportunity to live their dreams and experience programs in these various categories. On the football side of things, we've done one event where people with disabilities have been able to play on the field with Thomas Hammock and his Northern um, Illinois football team. And uh, that, that program consisted of giving people of all disabilities the opportunity to learn how to throw the football. They were kicking the football they ran some, um, some um, whatever the dash is, 40-yard um, dash. They mm-hmm. got timed in that, had a good time. So we just, you know, um, run the event based on whatever, you know, um, disabilities we have who might be coming to the event. Mm-hmm. And so I would definitely like to get this going with more football teams throughout the country, because I think so often football coaches get caught up in football, more so than sports coaches in in other sports and just showing these coaches and players that yes, football is important, but, but look at how many ways you can impact people of all disabilities life and to show them that you care about them.
0: Absolutely. And that kind of brings me to my next question I had for you. Um, in your opinion, And because you've worked with other football coaches before, what are some of the things that the average, even maybe not even the average, but high school coaches, college coaches, what are some ways um, that they could actually help with this mission?
1: Um, ways they could help with this mission is just tell me they want to do this type of program with their team. I will set the entire thing up, find people, you know, who have, you know, uh disabilities to play on the field with their team. I can get media to come cover the event or not, whatever the coach wants. I would also be willing to speak to their team about my life and overcoming obstacles and challenges or or any other topic that the coach may want, either um in a virtual speech over Microsoft Teams or Zoom or in a live speech to their team. I just need coaches to reach out and tell me that they want to do this type of a program with their team, and I could send them all the documents and documentation that they'd ever want to know. We'd have people sign uh, documents beforehand, so if they get injured, that's not Beautiful Lives Project's fault or the fault of the high school or college um, that we're doing the program with. I just need coaches to reach out and tell me they want to do this and I'll take care of the rest.
0: And for those li- for those listeners out there who would like to reach out to you, Bryce, uh, what are the best ways that they could contact you?
1: They can contact me on Twitter. My Twitter is at Bryce Weiler, at capital B-R-Y-C-E, capital W-E-I-L-E-R. They could connect with me on LinkedIn as well. They could contact us on our uh, website beautifullives.org. They could also um, email me at bweiler twenty five at gmail.com, B w e 25 at gmail.com, B w e 25 at gmail.com. Also contact me or follow me on Twitter, like I said, or connect with me on my LinkedIn. If you search Bryce Weiler, I come up as the Baltimore um, Orioles Disability Consultant and co-founder of the Beautiful Lives Project.
0: Well, Bryce, this has been an amazing conversation. And I hope that the listeners out there who are listening to this podcast start to reach out to you. I hope that this helps with your Um, with your group, The Beautiful Lives Project, and I appreciate you reaching out to me, uh, and I appreciate you coming on to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Coach Sheffer, for having me on. I appreciate it greatly.
0: Well, I appreciate you, guys. This has been Bryce Weiler, the disability consultant for the Baltimore Orioles, as well as the co-founder of The Beautiful Lives Project. This is Coach Sheffer, and we are signing off.